0: Well, we continue down the Ascension River, and it feels like we're beginning to hit the White Water Rapids. We're still in our Alpha Omega portal that began on February 20th, and we're approaching an eclipse on April 20th, as well as a Mercury retrograde and the end of this unusually long Alpha Omega portal. Plus, this week we had the annual Sun Jupiter conjunction in Aries, which has not happened since 1964 so much energy is moving that it's hard to keep up much less stay balanced centered and grounded but we should be celebrating because all the pioneers and way showers who have the indigo and crystal energy are seeing the results of lifetimes of effort as an awakening world seeks answers guidance support and change it hasn't always been like this as you know And the work isn't done yet, but maybe the indigo and crystal generations are beginning to realize the mission and purpose of their chosen paths and how important it is for them to claim and use these energetic pathways. Are you an indigo or crystal energy? Let's take a look at that in this week's podcast and article, because most of you are and knowing that and how to use these gifts gives you a whole different perspective on your life. I don't exactly remember when I realized that I was different from most of the people in my family. Maybe it was because I was the one who was paralyzed for five years. or Maybe it was because my brother and sister, who are younger than I am and who are 11 months apart in age, looked like twins and I looked much different. So different that people thought I wasn't even part of the family. Maybe it was because I would get very angry at being lied to, unfairly blamed, or the game playing and manipulation that I experienced with my parents. I always felt like I was born into the wrong family, and they just weren't my people. Maybe it was the feeling that other people seemed to get it in life, and I just couldn't. When I read about the indigo and crystal energies in the late 1990s, it all began to make sense, and I knew that this was my answer. Now, it didn't solve anything at the time. It just gave me an understanding and the knowledge that I was different. So I needed to do things differently. I had to do things differently. I could not conform to the status quo, which, by the way, is a typical indigo energy trait. So I needed to be content with creating my own paradigm for my life. As I said, I first remember reading about indigo and crystal energies in the late 1990s. But the term indigo energy was first identified in the mid 1970s by Nancy Tapp, a psychic who could see auras and noticed that children born in the 60s and 70s had the color indigo in their auras, which she had never seen before. Now I know the indigo generation started arriving around the 1950s and they've been around for centuries, but it wasn't until the 1950s that we started seeing greater numbers of them Maybe because there was a greater acceptance or interest, even small, of all things spiritual and intuitive at the time. But after this brief reveal in the 1990s, the interest in these energies disappeared, and indigo and crystals, not liking the spotlight, were rather relieved. Their work continued in the background for the most part, and now they're coming forward again as the need for the indigo action and truth and the crystal, empathy, and light are needed more than ever. As we go barreling forward with this ascension cycle, and we are really on a roll now, and I know you feel it, especially those of you like me who clean house, organize, get rid of things, bake, cook, whenever there's a lot of energy moving, the indigo and crystal energies are making a comeback And it's time to bring them back into the open so they can help with the work of disintegrating the 3D paradigm and ushering in the 5D alignments. Because indigo and crystal energy is at the 5D frequency, that's why they have such a hard time in life. Are you surprised to hear that? Well, let's learn some more about these wonderful energies. What are these indigo and crystal energies and why are they so important now? I first began writing about them in 2004, later in the year, which was the first year of me publishing my newsletter, when I realized that the indigo energy exactly described me and that most of my readers were indigos and crystals. For nine years, I wrote articles, taught workshops, provided coaching and mentoring for my indigo and crystal audiences. Then they went into a sort of hibernation until the next ascension cycle that needed their energy came around, and here we are. Indigo and crystal energies are different, and yet they share one important aspect. They are the ascension generations that bring new energies and 5D frequencies to humanity. As the way showers and pioneers, they aren't always accepted or acknowledged. Sometimes they're widely rejected and persecuted, but they have been with each generation to ground the energy in humanity and on the planet until there would be a big enough awakening for them to be fully appreciated, acknowledged, and understood. If you are an indigo or crystal energy or both, because you can have both, here are some of their characteristics. This is a short list. There are many more that may apply to you. Here are a few of the indigo traits. You're highly intuitive, empathic, and psychically sensitive. Now, this is true of both indigos and crystals. Indigos are intuitive and empathic in a different way than crystals. But these generations bring an enormous amount of intuitive energy with them. And they're very psychically sensitive. Indigos are disruptive, unruly, and argumentative. I had a friend who was a really strong indigo energy, even though he didn't realize it. And people would describe him and say, he does not suffer fools gladly. And I can remember laughing when I heard someone say that about him because it was true. He just didn't tolerate any kind of nonsense, just don't even engage in that kind of behavior around him. They can be very disruptive because they don't like the status quo. They don't agree with certain rules and regulations, especially if they're unfair. And they will speak out about them. They're very creative in the arts, music, technology, and writing. A lot of people who are involved in technology now have highly developed indigo energies. It's really important to also to give an indigo some kind of creative outlet. They absolutely have to have that as a means of being like a pressure valve for their energy. They are opposed to rules and regulations. This is probably one of the strongest indigo traits. My mother used to ask me why I hadn't joined the military or worked for the government or the post office. And I had to laugh because I don't like being told what to do. That hardly would have gone over very well in the military or in a government job where you have to do what you're told. And finally with indigos, and again, this is a short list, but this is also a big problem with indigos is they're prone to addictions and depression because they don't handle their emotions well and their energy is mostly expressed on an emotional level, any energy that is suppressed and repressed becomes depressed and depression then becomes a big problem for them. Also, they tend to be very prone to addiction. They can be somewhat escapist in their way of dealing with the world. So the uh, addictions are a very attractive option for indigos. Well, here are some of the crystal energy traits. They're very empathic. They're emotional empaths, they're energetic empaths, but they're empathic down to the level of processing energy for the planet. And this empathic ability, if they don't know how to control it, makes their life extremely difficult because the energy comes at them from everywhere and they have no filter to know, okay, is this mine? Is it somebody else's? Should I integrate and work with this or should I just turn away from it and not even deal with it? They're quiet and withdrawn and can be very shy. Crystal energy as different from indigo energy is very reserved and quiet. They prefer to be in the background. They're so empathic and so sensitive to energy that too much being out in the open, too much noise, too much commotion is just too much for them. They're very musically or artistically talented. Now this is where crystals can shine because they're they're musically talented they're artistically talented they can express their energy through their art through music it's something that they can kind of stand behind like they don't have to vocalize what they're feeling they can create the music or the art and stand behind that I have a client who's a wonderful artist and very much a a crystal energy and she creates the most beautiful and expressive art pieces but this is how she communicates her message and it's safer for her to communicate through her art they see angels and spirits and can communicate with them this kind of goes with the next point a lot of crystals are born with literally a foot in both worlds so they have a very strong connection to the spirit world they really can see angels and spirits but they can also remember things that happened in a previous lifetime because they really have not completely shut the door on that which makes it very easy for them to get energetically distracted, to disassociate, to become ungrounded, and they need to learn how to guard against that. And finally, they can find the world confusing, intimidating, and loud. One thing about crystal energy is it likes calm, it likes peace, and it does not like loud noises, a lot of drama, a lot of chaos. It just doesn't function well which is why people with crystal energy tend to withdraw into themselves when they are faced with emotionally or energetically disruptive situations. Now, this isn't a long list. It's it's not all of the traits and you can have different kinds. So you can have some of the indigo traits and some of the crystal traits, but you'll pretty much be predominantly one or the other. So if you are predominantly indigo, then most of your attributes will be of the indigo energy, you'll just have a few things that are crystal and vice versa. And if you felt most of your life feeling like you didn't fit in, you were different, you always felt like an outsider, you never really got the rules of life, you are a little overwhelmed and intimidated by people and their energy, you're in a good club. Welcome to the indigo and crystal energy. Why is this important now? Because every generation has a small group of people that bring in new thoughts, ideas and perspective that are initially perceived as being everything from outrageous to shocking heresy and everything in between. A quick reminder here, when Pluto entered Aquarius in 1778, it ushered in a period called the Age of Enlightenment. A lot of new thinkers, philosophers, artists, painters, musicians, scientists, and writers suddenly became popular and were in the public spotlight. Now, they had been around for years and no one had given them much thought. Some of them had to work in secret so they weren't arrested, persecuted, or worse. But after 1778, with Pluto in Aquarius, a new perception was available and suddenly these enlightened free thinkers were able to share their messages and thoughts without much pushback. Does anyone remember that we are in a new age of enlightenment in 2023 with Pluto returning to Aquarius? What an interesting coincidence. And who do we need to spread the enlightenment? That indigo and crystal energies. And that means and includes all of you who are indigo and crystal energies. And if you're not sure, but you suspect it, then you probably are. You're now in the spotlight. Congratulations. It's time to share your gifts and talents. And if you're the parent of an indigo or crystal child, that goes doubly for you. I find it interesting that with the internet, we now have a platform where every gift and talent can become a career and shared with the world. We aren't limited to working a job where someone else tells us what to do. With the right training and information, we can create our own job opportunities and walk our own path, which is perfect for indigos who don't like rules or structures or being told what to do. How many of you can relate to that? When we first entered this Ascension cycle in 2003, many teachers came forward. Then we entered the second phase of Ascension in January 2022, and many more teachers have come forward again. Most of these are indigo and crystal energy, and they've been waiting for this opportunity for many years and even many lifetimes. If this speaks to you, and you know that your soul is pointing you in this direction, it's your time. It isn't easy to embody the indigo and crystal energy. It isn't easy knowing that you don't fit in. You're not like other people. You don't feel like you belong. And being in the 3D reality is hard for you. And this is especially for you, crystals. But there are new paradigm options available today that do make it easier for all indigos and crystals to create their own platform for their messages and gifts. And remember, we also have part of the ascension the integration of 5d into 3d so that's going to make it a little easier for you too If you want more information about the Indigo and Crystal energies, what they are, why they're here, how to use them to your benefit, and how to parent Indigo and Crystal children, be sure to sign up for the Indigo and Crystal Masterclass. That includes some bonuses like the Indigo and Crystal Guide to Decision Making and my guide to the Indigo and Crystal Aspects, so you can identify the energies and the aspects that are part of your Indigo and Crystal paradigm. Decision-making is a tough area for both indigos and crystals, and they can take forever to make decisions or just avoid them altogether. I'll let you know why that happens, what's behind it, and some success strategies and decision-making for both indigos and crystals that'll help you make clear, confident decisions that you feel good about and to make them with grace and ease. And then there's a guide to indigo and crystal energy attributes, which explains in detail many of the different attributes that indigo and crystals have and how to make the best use of them. So indigo and crystals stand up and be counted. The age of enlightenment is here and it's time for all indigos and crystals to shine once again. Thanks so much for tuning in to the High Vibes Living Podcast. I'm Jennifer Hoffman, your host. I hope you've enjoyed this week's episode and that it has inspired, motivated, and energized you to take a few steps towards your rich, happy, and successful life. If you need more inspiration for your life path, check out my eight best best-selling books on Amazon or look at a transformational intuitive session, coaching, or program on my website enlighteninglife.com. Be sure to sign up for my newsletter and join my over 5 million weekly blog readers. Please subscribe to the High Vibes Living podcast. Give it a like and a review. Your acknowledgement helps others find us and get the information and inspiration they need to turn their pain into joy and their fear into confidence. Your Becoming 360 transformation into congruence and divine harmony is a step away as is your rich, happy, and successful life. Join us each week for a new episode, and I look forward to our next time together.